Hey, Ben, could I uh, reenact a scene from my favorite movie for you? Go. Okay, this is from a silent movie. Wow. Amazing, right? Incredible. Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. Brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hi, this is London at Norman Central. I'm here today with... Ben, also from Norman Central. Hey, London. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Who are we talking about today, Ben? So today, we are talking about a couple movies by and about Buster Keaton. Excellent. Yeah. I'm in the right place. Yeah. So we the two movies that we have are The General, one of his biggest um, full-length movies, and also a documentary about Buster Keaton entitled... That is The Great Buster, A Celebration. Absolutely. And so very exciting stuff. So as with every episode, we have five minutes to talk about each of these movies, and then our friend Wilhelm... <laughs> We'll sound the timer and let us know when our five minutes have expired, and then we have to stop talking. So with that in mind, London, would you like to kick us off by talking about The Great Buster? I would love to. Wilhelm, if you will start the clock. Okay, I, I'm here today to share about The Great Buster, a celebration. Um, this is a really great documentary that I just kind of stumbled upon here at the library. This is streaming on Canopy, but we also have it on DVD. Everything you could ever want to know about Bu the great Buster Keaton, really kind of covering his whole life. This is someone who was a performer from birth until death. He was born into a vaudeville family. Um, people really know about his silent films, hopefully, from the 20s. But he continued working after that. Um, just such a legacy. And I, I really love this documentary. It's um, This is just chock full of good information. I'm going to name list off some names here um this is a 2018 documentary by peter bogdanovich um a lot of great interviews in here we have quentin tarantino johnny knoxville mel brooks dick van dyke bill Hader, french stewart carl reiner and james karen some of these people were actually friends with him and know him he's been gone since the late 60s but um a lot of people here sharing memories about the great buster keaton it was really interesting seeing like the the wide range of people who who were deeply affected by mm -hmm. his movies and like his life. Like Johnny Knoxville, not somebody I would have expected to see in this, but absolutely makes sense when you think about it. Right. And I if you've seen some of Johnny Knoxville's movies and shows um and the special features and things, um he does talk about his fondness for Buster Keaton and how he's been an inspiration for him. Um, also, with Mel Brooks, he talks about the same things um, in the movies he's made, how um, how Buster and other silent film stars influenced his work. Yeah, I think so. What were what were some of your favorite uh, gags that you saw throughout the documentary? Um, they cover it's his comedy is very physical. Um, you know, these are silent movies we're talking about for most of this documentary. Um, so he had to act real big with his body and he was very physical. He fell a lot. Um, so they cover, um, in this short called cops, how he, uh, 
he grabs a, a car that's passing by and he just flies away with this car and it was all real. Yeah, um, yeah that that scene was pretty fascinating because, like, when you think about it, you genuinely genuinely think, how did his arm not just fly out of his socket? Right. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of my favorites was the one, the stunt where they mentioned that he later found out he broke his neck from. Right. He was uh, basically dumped with a a metric ton of water. Yes. And didn't realize until years later when a doctor was looking at a, a x-ray and said, when did you break your neck? And he's like, I haven't broken my neck. And he's right. like, yes, you did. <laughs> he was just the consummate performer. He He didn't even know that... Things were hurting him. He just, the, the show goes on mm-hmm. and he would continue. So, one of the things that really struck me when they talked about his childhood was that he was like a basically a prop for his parents' vaudeville show. Yes. Like they actually attached a suitcase handle to him to better throw him mm-hmm. around the stage. You can't throw your children anymore so much, but that was their act. And, and apparently were... you couldn't back then because they got in trouble, but they somehow stayed out, out of jail for it. They got in tr- trouble f- briefly, but they were very famous and yeah. <laughs> well-known and making a lot of money. And he was a very small child. Yeah. Um, one thing I do love that stood out um, was a little tidbit that only one time did um, Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin appear together on film. This was in the movie Limelight, which was a Charlie Chaplin film. It, it's kind of a serious movie. It's not the comedy you might expect, but they have one scene together. It's very, it's sweet to see them together. It's a very touching scene. Yeah, they there feels like a very like reverent relationship between them. Yes, I, you can feel that there's that mutual respect between them. Well, is so for people who see this what uh what other things might they like if if they would like this just for people to go back to the great comedy legends i grew up on the three stooges i i don't think i knew buster keaton (laughs) until i was a little older but i love the three stooges i ate that up so if you're fans of early comedy if you like charlie chaplin (coughs) so yeah if, if you love the early comedy check this out um you're gonna come away learning a lot about Buster Keaton. Absolutely. And I would also mention in that same vein, like if, you, if you're if you a fan of the Marx Brothers, also right. a, a very similar vein. Right. Um, and with that, we have a few messages about some library programs, and we will be right back. Well, hi there. We just wanted to take a moment to tell you about a few of our library services today. We are proud to be offering curbside service at all of our locations for pickup of physical materials, such as all your favorite books and beloved movies, and we also continue to offer a treasure trove of digital items as well. For our purposes today, let us bring your attention to our streaming services, Hoopla and Canopy, just two of the many perks included with your Pioneer Library card. Through Hoopla, you can discover digital items ranging from ebooks to music to movies and television shows. And with Canopy, you can explore an impressive library of streaming film titles. And now back to our program. All right, and we are back. So that was The Great Buster, and now we are going to talk about The General. So if Wilhelm, could you reset our timer? Thank you. And so, The General, 
was kind of a departure for Buster Keaton. He was generally known for like huge broad comedies, like big slapstick, and this one kind of took a more action bent. So it's a it's a movie about the Civil War about a train conductor who is basically he's trying to woo the the lovely lady that he loves, and she. Uh, they find out that war has broken out, and she's like, well, why don't you go enlist? And then they, he goes to enlist, and they turn him away because he's more valuable as a train conductor, which I that wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, um, but yeah, makes sense. Um, then the ensuing plot of the movie is him uh, stumbling in and trying to save the day from... Uh, Plots by the other side of the war. He actually chose to be. This is an interesting fact from the documentary that we watched. He chose to be a, a part of the South because he thought it would be more sympathetic. Right. Which is interesting. I guess not wanting to be the winner of the war, so you're you're kind of feel bad for him already. Um, but the movie, despite being viewed as a as a less funny movie is full of hilarious moments um, and like really incredible gags. Um, one of my favorites, uh, he's on the front of the train and they've, and he's kind of in a train chase and they are, they have thrown stuff on the tracks and he is like going and picking up rail ties out from in front of the train as it's moving and then jumping back on it and throwing them out and, knocking things out just in the nick of time. And it's really incredible just the physicality of his performance. It's all real, and the timing is amazing. Absolutely. Like, it's it seems, like, impossible, but then you think in, on it, and it's like, no, they, there wasn't that much options in editing where they could have faked this. Right. Like, he had to do it. And all of that came from his vaudeville background of you just – you figure out the way to do it, and he had he had kind of a mechanical mind and a like process oriented mind. He was always figuring out what's the what's the way to accomplish this particular goal. Um, and you've got the great stunts with cannons and crashes, and yeah. Did you just, have any favorite stunts in there? I love the cannon. Um, yeah, that's a good. I, I don't one. I don't want to steal the train crash from you if you want to talk about the train crash, but that's amazing. Okay, yes. So the train crash is probably the most iconic moment in this movie. Um, it's so they literally set a fire on a bridge, and then a train starts to go across it and crashes it, uh, and wrecks the whole bridge. It falls into a river, and the incredible thing about this is it's all real and practical. And it was the most expensive uh, action sequence in a in a silent movie at the time, and even when adjusted for uh, inflation, an incredibly expensive stunt. I think at the time it cost forty thousand dollars, and with inflation that rounds around to six hundred thousand dollars today for what was essentially a ten second sequence right. of a train crash. Well, movies had no shelf life back then. They had yeah. their run, and they were pretty much d- considered discarded. Yeah, so there's, it was just no for that short run. Or... There's no VCRs or, <laughs> yeah. or internets. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know that in the documentary they talked about this was not a particularly well-received movie because it was not as funny, but 
I really thought it was like it had a lot of good laughs, and I I think that's mostly due to just Buster Keaton's performance. He like he is just always funny, even when he's just being like totally stoic. There's something about his physicality and his face that just make you want to laugh. He's very likable. Yeah. Um, I think not, probably not everyone is sitting around watching silent movies today, but if you polled people, I think this is the one people could name is the general. Yeah. Do you have any other favorite Buster Keaton movies? I watched um, College recently and really liked it. it. And it's one of the more like classic comedies right. of his. Right. And just like taking the, the physical stunts to, to the furthest extent that they mm-hmm. can. I did get to see the general on a big screen in a in a theater, and they had a live organ player. Oh wow! To do the accompaniment, so you, I kind of got to experience it like someone might back in the day. That's very which cool. Which was a really cool thing. Yeah. So, um, are there any other films that you would compare this to, or suggest for other people if they might like this? Well, have I mentioned the Great Buster? The Great Buster. The Great Incredible. Buster. Um, Oh, and there's our timer. Um, I will just quickly say um, there was uh, George Orwell? No. Who was that? In the end of the documentary where he was talking about the general. He was leading into it. Was that H.G. Wells? No. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Me too. I'm going to edit this out just so you know. Okay. <laughs> Please do. Uh, what was he saying? He was introducing The General as one of his favorite movies, and he said that it's better than Gone with the Wind. Oh, gosh. More visually thrilling. Uh, so ooh, who who made Citizen Kane? That was Orson Welles. Orson Welles. I think it was Orson Welles. Anyway. so I, I believe miss, it was, I missed this. I believe it was Orson Welles, and he said, this is more thrilling than Gone with the Wind, and it's one of his favorite movies. So if that's not enough of an endorsement for you, I don't know what it is. And so that was this week's 5-Minute Film Finder. Uh, Thank you for joining us. And as always, like and subscribe. Uh, Follow Pioneer Library System on social media for any new updates. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.